Economic news on SAFM. Facts and figures you can count on. And join in studio now by research analyst Fundi Swankuta. Nice to morning, see you again. everybody. It's Friday. Friday. <laughs> <laughs> so the mining production data that came out yesterday, talk to us about those results. Yes, mining production came out yesterday on a month-on-month basis. Mining production contracted by 0.2%. But on a year-on-year basis, if you compare from May this year to May last year, there's been an improvement, yes, an improvement of 3.6%, which is better than market consensus of 2.2%. And mining production is, or the mining sector in general, is a traditional sector in the South African economy, and it contributes around 8% to South Africa's GDP. And part of its importance relies on the fact that it has interlinkages with the manufacturing and the retail sector, which we spoke about earlier this week. So whatever happens in this sector eventually has a ripple effect on the rest of the South African economy. To improve GDP, the mining sector really needs to offset manufacturing production because we saw earlier this week the results were very weak and it's very lackluster what's happening in the manufacturing sector. So in order to bring up the GDP, we need to see that the mining production um, continue to improve for the rest of the year. So our expectations are mining activity will increase, but moderately. This is because of the low base it's coming from in 2016. And the long-term prospects of the mining sector are quite uncertain certain due to the difficult operating environment both locally and internationally as well as policy uncertainty and on that front we know that there's a highly contested mining charter mm-hmm. which came out and this will definitely hurt investment spending which is already under pressure due to tough business environment in the mining sector so in the mining sector we have three big contributors to their revenue and that is coal, platinum and gold. So speaking of the tough business conditions there was a cautionary announcement which came out that two gold producers will be shutting down and unfortunately that's going to affect 8,500 jobs which is not good considering our unemployment. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, But there has been a buzz about Finance Minister uh, Malusi Kikaba's action plan um, what issues did he address exactly? Yes, it was quite a buzz. I don't know which was bigger, the big interview or the Kikaba one earlier in the day. Um, but yes, Finance Minister came out yesterday and he laid out a 14-point action plan with timelines, which we hope they're going to be stuck to, um, in order to pull the economy out of recession. And the plan includes key issues which have been so topical in the country, such as partial privatization of state-owned entities, the reduction of issuance of government guarantees, as well as the sale of non-core assets. The devil, they say, is in the detail. Yes, so we're going to unpack that detail right now. Um, These interventions are in response to, we've been speaking about this entire week, the slow growth in the economy, the rising debt, the inefficiencies of state-owned entities, Policy uncertainty, which we just mentioned with the mining charter, and also inefficiencies with consumer and business confidence, which we also spoke about earlier this week, Mm -hmm. and we unpacked how important it is to have confidence in the South African economy. So on the one hand, it's really encouraging to see that Treasury and government are seeing the economic slump, and they are creating a plan on how to solve it, because with 
GDP of less than 1%, we really need to kickstart this South African economy. We need to put ourselves on a path which is sustainable for growth. We need to ensure that business business and consumer um, confidence is up because we need to stimulate spending and investments in the economy. And we also need to tackle issues such as recession, the unemployment, inequality and poverty. So we've got all of this that we need to start looking at. And it was encouraging to see governments start speaking about this. No, but we, we, we can't keep talking about it. And that and the thing is, on the other hand, we've heard the story so many times before. It's it's like a tape that keeps going exactly. on and on and on. And the reason why it's, it's such a, a recorded or, or a monotonous conversation is because the focus area is still around SOEs. And they spoke about the recapitalization of SAA and the post office. So we really hope this time the government is committed to turning around the economy because I think the key thing that us South Africans want to see is implementation. Implementation is the main thing that we want to see coming out of this action plan. So on the topic of SOEs, Sakina, both you and I know how unprofitable they've been. They are so reliant on the state, which then diverts all the resources that we should be putting in into dealing with these issues of poverty, unemployment and inequality, and it's going into state-owned entities. And just to put into perspective how big the state-owned entity issue is, in South Africa, SOE guarantees, according to the March 2015 budget numbers, are about 480 billion rand, which is about 11% of South Africa's GDP. And this issue is so important because it increases the liabilities of the states. And because SOEs are loss-making, you end up with a situation where the government keeps having to step in to bail these entities out. And people have been raising these issues for the longest time about privatization, whether totally or in part. Yes, they have been. But what about the developmental imperative that the state has? See, Mm -hmm. because we're talking about an economy that is not growing, practically stagnant at this point, an economy that cannot produce jobs. So when we privatize these entities, what's going to happen to the people and development? And it, it, it just reminded me as you were speaking of a conversation I was having with a friend um, who was lecturing at one of these institutions around Joburg and says a, a South Korean student uh, said to him, well, um, she had a question around our developmental uh, trajectory mm-hmm. as South Africa asking, uh, and, and she basically made the point that in South Korea, they had development first, and that was followed by democracy. Mm. And here, it's like democracy, uh, democracy first, and the problem is that development may not follow. Well, we've seen that because the state is, is in control of our development, the development hasn't happened. So people now are looking to how else can we create that development and perhaps it would come from the private sector because the state has been inefficient in creating that development. I think that's the different outlook. I mean, we saw with the SAA, SAA had loans which were coming for repayment at the end of June and government asked that those loans be rolled over and for the banks to be paid at a later stage. And Standard Chartered said no. And this, and this results in the government having to step in to repay that loan to avoid the default situation. Mm. So this speaks to the inefficiencies in that sector and that 
the government and those institutions aren't able to provide the development. We can't argue with that. Perhaps it could be the private sector that is the answer to that development. And to to add to that, Minister Gigaba spoke about the fact that he'd like to see South Africa return to growth of 3%. I don't see this happening in the short term as the South African economy is quite reliant on the global economy. And right now the pace of growth isn't strong enough to boost South Africa and to take us out of the circumstance which we find in. And we already have so many structural issues in South Africa which make it so difficult for us to achieve this growth. Fundiswa, we're going to have to leave it there for today. But thank you so much. Thoroughly enjoyed uh, that uh, um, uh, breakdown of what is actually Mm -hmm. going on and... uh, Obviously, we need to talk more about this 14-point plan yeah. and the actual action. How do we action this this time around? Yeah. Because we've come from nine-point plans. We've come from, um, you know, various other... Um, yeah. yeah, RDP is where NDP. it started. We're into gear. Then it was what gypsas, gisa, all of those. So, 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 you know, we need to talk about these things and how we actually end up seeing results at the end of it all. Thank you, Sagina. And have a fantastic weekend. Have a great sleep. (laughs) Fundi Sankuta, I need it.